Welcome back to another episode of Commission Impossible. I'm sorry that it's been two months. I feel really bad. Ryan and I might record a few of them this week and stagger them just so you have your constant stream of awesome, commission-y, impossibly goodness, whatever. I'm not sure what I'm saying. How are you doing, Ryan? I'm doing well. We're, we're a little streaky on this podcast, I've found. <laughs> We are very streaky. It's, uh, yeah, we need to, I don't know if we need to get better at it or uh, people still follow us. People still email us every week. So I don't know. So for some reason, they're sticking sticking around, which is good, which is awesome. We love you guys. We appreciate that. So we've been promising this for those two months and Nathan Powell is probably convinced at this point that we were lying about it, but we are going to tell bad commissioner stories we're gonna we're gonna tell uh, a few that you guys have submitted you submitted a ton so if you don't hear yours on this episode uh, maybe it'll be on a future episode or maybe we just can't get to because you submitted so many we try to get to everything but uh should we just start it up or uh do you got anything else ryan no, let's start it up. I'm excited to hear some of these. And I'm just hoping I'm not the center of any of them. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I did not pre-read all of these. So <laughs> it's going to be hilarious if we are one of them. <laughs> well, there's a chance. Everybody no makes mistakes. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. I've made my mistakes uh, over the years at, at you know one point or another. Every commission does. So, Okay. Once there was a man named, hmm, I'm going to try to figure out a name to give him. Let's go with Ryan McDowell. No. <laughs> Let's go with Frank. Frank. Yes, I like it. <laughs> One, le, Frank is going to be the commissioner for this story. We're going to, we're going to change the names of the commissioners in all these stories and, and people involved just so that they're more anonymous. But I need a name for the listener. This, this is terrible. I need a name for the listener. Let's make the listener um, Brent. I just looked out in the office and found someone. Uh, the commissioner in this story, we're going to call Frank, right, Ryan? Yes, definitely. <laughs> yes. Dynasty Frank. No, Frank. <laughs> and we are going to call the person who is writing in Brent. All right. Brent joined a few leagues commissioned by Frank. All the entry fees were 15 bucks. Brent completed the startup draft in one and was immediately removed from the league with no refund. The only justification being that he hadn't responded to Frank's trade offer. That's pretty bad. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this is not a good start. Wow, that's that's a bad start. Um, or or a really good start if you're looking for. Oh yeah, for some, if you're looking for some, some dirty commish stories. All right, this was in the off season, and not only had I seen his trade and was considering it, it had been less than twenty four hours. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine being that uptight that he like he hasn't responded in 24 hours? I'm gonna kick him out of the league. <laughs> wow. He's had multiple similar experiences with Frank, and has found that the league is completely made up. And they actually founded a league completely made up of owners that Frank had removed from his leagues. Oh, that's great. So so Brent got together with a bunch of other people that Frank has dismissed from his leagues to create their own league. Uh, and most of the reasons for those were because those owners wouldn't trade him a player he wanted or quickly enough. That is ridiculous. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. I, I do... Um, you know, I, I, like every other Dynasty owner, I find it hard to trade with certain owners and I get frustrated and 
and then if I happen to be the commission in those leagues, I just I find myself wanting them to go away in some way, but I can never imagine <laughs> actually going through with it, actually kicking them out just because they're difficult to trade with or or they won't trade me that one player I really want. That That's pretty wild. Wow, that is really, really, as this guy says, power hungry and arrogant. Yeah, I've, I know what you mean. I've, I've had those guys in my league that just they, they will. We can never, we can never trade. But um, I've, yeah, I've, I've never gotten to the point where I'm like, I, I'm just not going to invite you back next year, <laughs> let alone kick him out in a day. That's unreal. Oh, do we want to go on to another one? Thank you. Uh, what did we call that guy? Brent? That Thank was you. Brent. Yeah, yeah that, that was Brent, Brent apparently. Oh, I hope you actually recognize your, you would recognize your story. Thank you. Uh, thank you to fictional name Brent. All right. Do we want to try another one? Let's try another one. All right, Scott, we've got another story here. Sweet. This one, this one is the doozy as well. <laughs> All right. So here's, here's the story. This is a home league. So that, that always adds a, interesting dynamic, I think. And it's a seven-year-old home league at the point of this story. And we've got uh, uh, our our person writing in here. We're going to call him Tyler. We'll call him Tyler. So like Tyler's it. Tyler's writing in. And in this specific season that he's, he's writing about, he's got the best team in the league. And it's not even close. One of those undefeated type seasons where just everything goes your way. Um, so... Tyler and, and the other teams advance to the playoffs. Only four teams go to the playoffs. It's a 10-team league, so mm -hmm. top four teams, top two from each division. And Tyler says the typical setup is that the top two teams in each division face each other in the first round. So Tyler being first place in his division typically would, would face off against the second-place team in his own division in that first round of the playoffs. Sure. So in this specific year, the, the second place team actually was the commissioner's brother. So Tyler's <laughs> Tyler's. Yeah. You see where this is going. Yeah, I can already see where it's going. Tyler is uh, scheduled to face the commissioner's brother. Tyler's got the best team in the league. Everybody's scared of Tyler's team. And when the schedule is set up, Tyler's facing another team in the other division. Tyler contacts the commissioner. He puts it on the message board. He emails it. He he does everything that he can do to contact the commissioner with no response. No response at all from the commish. He's just completely ignoring this. So at, at, at some point, it, it gets to the, uh, you know, it gets close to game time towards the weekend. And Tyler decides, you know what? I've got the best team. If this is the way it's going to go, I'm fine with it. I'll face anybody. Anybody you line up, I'll, I'll go against them. And he puts that on the message board. Everybody else in the league agrees, let's just go with it. Yep. Let's, let's go with the, the incorrect schedule. And at this point, the commissioner is still not even responding. So Tyler's facing the wrong team, one of the teams from the other, other division. He wins the game. And, uh, and is ready to advance to the championship game. But the weird thing is, this is the time when the commissioner comes and chimes in. Of and, course. Waits uh, to see the outcome. Yes. Oddly enough, if Tyler had faced the commissioner's brother, he actually would have lost. There would have been an upset in the playoffs. So now the commission wants to go back, change the schedule, and knock Tyler out of the playoffs. 
uh, which, which he actually did. He changed the schedule. Uh, Tyler looked like he was going to be out of the playoffs and it caused a major uproar in the league. There's 10 teams in the league. Seven of them uh, threatened to leave the league. Oh man. Ask, ask for their money back. And, and they were done unless he undid the change, uh, which he actually did. So that means the commissioner, his brother, and one other one person, other guy. one yeah. other guy, were the only ones that didn't have a have a problem with this. Uh, <sighs> prob- probably the guy he was he, he was going to beat in the first place. Yeah, yeah, um, it probably was. Yeah. So so they they go back to not the way it should have been, but the way it was mistakenly set up, and you can air quote mistakenly if you want. Right. Um, but they go back to that way. Tyler goes on to win the championship. Uh, I think I think he said it was his third championship in the league. And they actually booted the commissioner. They overthrew the commissioner. Tyler is the new commish, and the league wow. is the league is going strong. That is a story. That is wow. That is awesome. Sometimes I wonder, like, how seedy those commissioners are. Like. Is this the type of commission that is so dirty that he specifically did that setup and said to himself, like he planned, okay, you know, if, uh, if my brother has a better score, I'll say it was a mistake and I'll flick it, flip it back. Or if my brother loses, but wins the other side, I'll let it stand. Like, I wonder if he planned that before the playoffs, like that whole scenario. I don't know. Some, there are probably some ways that a commissioner can really cheat the league and, and Scott, I don't know, maybe you and I can come up with some to, to help <laughs> us out, but no, but <laughs> there, I'm, I'm sure there are small ways that a commissioner could manipulate things to help themselves. Uh, and, and maybe nobody would ever notice, but this is such a, a huge piece. Obviously it's playoff it's time. So Everybody in the league is focused on that, watching the playoffs and, and, um, monitoring how that's going to go. So to think that you could pull that off, it just seems crazy. Yeah, that's, that's unreal. And I I think that I I hate to say it, but I think that that might happen in those little 10 man home leagues more often than we like to admit or like to think it would. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's, that's terrible. That's terrible. I love that they booted the commission though. And I love that the whole league stuck by Tyler in that situation. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Um, all right, let's, let's jump into another story. Uh, we need another name. Should I look around the office and find someone? Sure. Pick somebody. All right. Let's see. Uh, let's go with Catherine. All right. Um, no, Catherine doesn't make sense with the sorry bro. (laughs) No, it makes it funnier. All right. (laughs) Um, Catherine had a commission combat a full league of owners, uh, who would veto every trade regardless of fairness. Catherine. By, yeah. <laughs> Catherine. Yeah. Uh, by making a no veto on any trade rule, which is awesome. Good job. Uh, so this made Catherine excited halfway this halfway through the season though. Uh, Catherine uh, made a trade. Sharkandrick West for Willie Steed, which was, that's basically, you know, it's not a big trade. It's just a, a West for Sneed at some point. Uh, this was 2016. Um, 
And she immediately, after the trade went through, she immediately got a text from the commission saying, sorry, bro, can't allow that trade. <laughs> it is kind of funnier. <laughs> Catherine jokingly went along with it, but there's no veto rule. And she found out that he was very serious and he had privately consulted a <laughs> panel of experts. That's always terrible ground yes. <laughs> when the commission's yes. consulting a panel of experts <laughs> who claimed the trade was completely unfair. And <laughs> and it was it was reversed, I guess. She says she re reacted in a way that she regretted later. She dropped her entire roster that moment and resigned. Which, <laughs> yeah, that's that is a bad way to um, to do it. <laughs> and it's and it, it's it it just looks bad because it's so easy for the commission to fix the second you leave. <laughs> like yeah. the, like it's it, it looks bad and it really just doesn't do anything except make you look bad but uh we're not we're not going there uh Catherine because that's you know we, we all get in the moment but that is that is completely crazy that they wouldn't allow that trade with a no veto rule and the commission went on to win the league i'm not sure if that's you know due to good team or what but um it is a bad it is a bad it is a bad commissioning job if you're you have a no veto rule on any trade and you're not allowing trades um, like, like post fact post trade, you consult with people and you're like, we're not going to allow this trade. Uh, either you have a no veto rule or you don't, you know, if you couldn't find collusion in the trade, uh, you shouldn't be reversing trades. It's, it's yeah. not as bad as the previous two stories, but it's, it's a note out there for commissioners. Follow well, your rules. For me, it's, it's bad because I, I don't like the ending, you know, I, this is not, this is not the happy ending that we hope where right. these things get resolved and, and fairness wins out. Right. Yeah. I don't, yeah, that's, that, that sucks. Um, yeah. That's uh, poor Catherine. Yes. Catherine. I forgot for a second, which name I used. It's Catherine. Yeah. Catherine. Of course it's Catherine. <laughs> oh, sorry. You were in a league like that, but I'm, I'm glad you left. Um, and we all have those moments where we, <laughs> where where we might do things a little little too hastily. Don't feel bad about that. Got another one, Ryan? I do, I do. I have one here from. We're gonna call him Josh. Got one from Josh. So this is another ten uh, ten man league, ten person league, and Josh had this trade go down a couple of years ago that he's he's still still kind of feeling the burn from. Uh, the trade was uh, he sold CJ Anderson and Cole Beasley. And again, this is a couple of years ago. Values change. Uh, he sells, he trades CJ Anderson and Cole Beasley for Devonte Freeman. Ooh, okay. um, so definitely a good trade for Josh. But um, again, at that time, maybe, maybe a little more fair than it looks right now. So this league, we're going back to the veto discussion. This league does have uh, trade vetoes. And this trade gets put up for a vote. And, and unfortunately for Josh, the league votes the trade down. And what was really infuriating is the person who made the trade with him voted against it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buyer's remorse. Buyer's remorse. So, yes, uh, it, it was another reason that I always forget about veto 
voting. That's it, terrible. Exactly. Josh points out that there, there hadn't been any new information. Nobody had gotten hurt. Nothing like that. He, uh, his, his trade partner had just simply changed their mind and, and Ugh. voted against the trade. Uh, and he, he notes that another person voted against it because they don't like two for one trades. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my god so, i don't like one for one trades they're almost impossible to do yeah that's true so so josh's frustration it basically is that his commissioner didn't step in and and kind of go against those guys but honestly josh the problem here is that you're in a league with with trade vetoes that's that's the big issue Yes, that that is the big issue. Um, what was the name again? Uh, uh, Josh. Josh. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think the funniest part of this is is less the commish than the the, the guy who votes against it because he doesn't like two to one trades. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you know, if it's you, don't do them. But do you think it's detrimental to the league to have two for one trades? That's ridiculous <laughs> to me. Um, yeah, the the commissioner honestly probably should put in there that the the person that the people making the trade should, if you're going to have one, shouldn't be allowed to vote in it. Um, but yeah, that's, I, 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 like from the commissioner's perspective, like what would you do, Ryan? Like I, I feel like they have a system where they have voting, and d does he have to rule by it? I mean. It's, I mean, it's I think a terrible, it's a terrible situation. I'm not sure how bad the commission is in this one, though. Yeah, if you have that rule in place, then <laughs> you're a bad commission. <laughs> true, maybe. maybe. But if you have that rule in place, you have to at least follow it. I don't. I'm not sure here in this league if um, if you had to give some type of reasoning when you vote on the trade. Um, it doesn't I, I've never seen that that you had to support right. your vote, but. Um, Maybe maybe that's the case here. Yeah, just yeah. just get rid of trade vetoes. Yeah, get rid of trade veto vetoes. But yeah, that's 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 that sucks. That sucks. Uh, I'm not I'm not sure I'm I'm not sure I'm totally against the commish in this situation. Um, I might need to know more, but it's definitely a, a crap situation. I'm mostly against the trade partner who <laughs> changed his mind and yes, took advantage of the veto. That was ridiculous. All right, I need another name. Gonna turn around the office and find Clint. Okay, we're gonna go with Clint on this one. Uh, last summer, Clint was on Twitter <laughs> trying to follow a bunch of dynasty guys. Um, followed a guy. Uh, I don't even. I don't even know this guy. So uh, it's even if we were using real names, I'm not sure anyone would know this because I I don't know this guy. Um, do you know this guy, Ryan? I do not know this guy. Yeah, so so it's it's not if you think you know who it is, you probably don't, <laughs> because, <laughs> because Ryan and I don't know who this guy is. Um, the fake, the the commish. The I will I'll just call him the commish. So Clint uh, followed this one this one guy, and this one guy said he was starting a league, and they decided to do it to do a Kentucky Derby style draft where you. Uh, whatever number you got in that. Um, I think, I think you guys all know how that goes. A Kentucky Derby style is when you pick your draft slot basically. Right. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know why I asked right there. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't need verification. Maybe I just wanted you to chime in. Um, uh, and whatever pick you got in the startup, you got the, uh, you know, the reverse order in the rookie draft. 
uh, that's, you know, it's a way to do it, I guess. Um, this guy doesn't seem to like that, but it's a way to do it. So eh, whatever on there. But here's where the problems come. Uh, free agency was not processing correctly when it should, and it was supposed to be blind bidding, but it didn't always work as blind bidding. And <laughs> there were a lot of those stories from last off season, right? Yes, <laughs> right. Exactly. And uh, the commissioner was not responding to the emails from people. And there are a lot of illegal uh, free agency moves happening all over the league and the commission wasn't responding. And then finally, after several weeks or, or near the end of the season, he finally responded that uh, he had some misfortune and he was in jail and, and apologized. So that's why he wasn't answering DMS or emails. But during that same time, as you can imagine, he was tweeting and retweeting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> which I'm pretty sure you can't do from jail very easily. And if you could, you could probably answer your DMs or emails <laughs> if you're able to tweet and retweet. So, um, yeah, that's that's terrible. Basically, we're talking about a commish that just decided, I'm going to start a fantasy league and then had no more interest in it. Maybe he had a bad draft or something. I don't know. <laughs> and just kind of let it let it go by the wayside and didn't respond to anyone. This is like the second time, second story we've told that it's such a big deal to be responsive to your commission to your owners right ryan i mean that's like the one that's like a top five thing you need to be but uh i'm sorry clint was it, it yes was clint yeah clint i'm sorry for that clint that is that is terrible um oh and the playoffs weren't set up <laughs> oops <laughs> <laughs> i just saw that last sentence uh, yeah, if, if you're going to, I mean, it seems like this commission was making up a story, making up a lie. If you're going to do that to, um, I guess, change the perception of the commission job you're doing, I don't know why you would say you were in jail. That, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, say, that's... say you got sick, say, I don't know, make up something that looks a little better on your character, I guess. I wonder, yeah. I wonder if that commissioner was thinking, well, if I'm in jail, I'm not able to, you know, read emails or whatever. If I'm sick, I could probably read emails. That might've been his, I don't know. I don't, oh, yeah. That, that definitely does not make the commission look good, <laughs> but yeah, that's terrible. That's terrible. Just, just a commission that lets the league just, you know, run and die and not even set things up correctly. Uh, poor, poor Clint. I feel bad. All right, Scott, our next one, kind of kind of a, a short but not so sweet story. And and I've seen things like this happen before. Uh, we're going to call our next uh, listener Pete. So Pete's in this league. It's it's a pretty longstanding league. It's his third year in the league after taking over a dispersal team. And it's a typical standard PPR league. And he says last offseason, the commissioner starts talking about maybe changing the league to a salary cap league, which uh, Scott, you and I <clears throat> both have some experience in salary cap and contract leagues. They're fun, but they're very they're very different from yeah. a typical and, a typical league. And implementing it midstream that's even tougher. Oof. Yes, yeah. So the commissioner is pushing for this change. Let's go to salary cap. Let's go to salary cap, and getting a lot of pushback. So finally, at the end of this past season, he posts a poll on the on the league site a, another 10 team league maybe maybe that's the problem too many 10 team leagues all these 10 team leagues are having having the troubles but anyway yeah, it seems like it. it's a 10 team league the vote fails six votes against 
four leagues in favor of the change. Two of the people who voted against it decide to leave the league. Another person who voted for it decides to leave the league. And because of the, because of all the uh, change in ownership, the commissioner just decides to go forward with it and, and turn it into a salary cap league, despite all of the uh, negative feedback that, that he had received. Um, so this, this is just, it's a major change. It's not a change. Honestly, it's not a change I would recommend mm -mm. making at all. If you want a salary cap league, start a new salary cap league. Um, but I, I certainly wouldn't do it if almost the entire league was against it. That This is just a recipe for disaster. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And the, where I thought it was going to go was when – a couple people started quitting the league. The commission was going to bring in people for the yes votes is where I thought it was going to go. Uh, but that's, that's even worse. They just decided to go. That's terrible. Uh, I hope Pete, man, I'm bad yes. at remembering these names. Pete. Pete. As, as the listeners can imagine, we're reading these and it's got like real names in it usually. And I'm looking at the real names and trying to remember the fake names. My <laughs> brain is having trouble. Um, <laughs> So Pete, <laughs> Pete, that sucks, man. That's uh, obviously I'm, I'm on Pete's side that this change shouldn't have been happened. It shouldn't have been, you know, if, if, if it was like, I don't know, it needs to be, it probably needed to be more than even a majority vote. It, it needed to be like probably like a three quarters vote or something, something that big or more. Um, if, if you are going to implement something like that, it's, yeah, especially in a 10 team, six to four. Yikes. Mm. I I, I want to talk about this line right here because I'm not a fan of this line. And this this will come up in the next story because that was a it's a weird thing for me. Commissioner continues to state that it's his duty to make the league as even and fair as he can for all owners. Um and another line saying specifically wanting to force the strongest team to divest some of his assets. I am not a fan of that. <laughs> it sounds like a commissioner who has a, a bad team. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it kind of does. It's uh, you want to make the rules fair and even to everybody. But once you're in those rules, if a strong team happens, if, if there are teams, if there's, if there's, you know, less parity, if there are a couple strong teams emerge, don't specifically make rules to hurt those teams. You know, that's, that's, that's ridiculous. Everybody was on an even footing. So I, yeah, that's, that's a little, I don't like that. That, that kind of happens in the next, um, in the next story, which is about a commissioner who wouldn't allow a trade because he felt it would make one team too strong, <laughs> which is, that's, that's terrible. That's a terrible reason. And that people vote that way too in vetoes. Uh, that, again, that's, a, that's another reason not to have a veto. Yeah. It's, that's unreal. Terrible. Uh, I suppose I'll just go into that story. Cause I kind of teased it a little. Let's hear it. <laughs> so let's hear it, man. The, the person in this story has been public about it. And this person has, you know, people know who this person is. And this person also like mentioned it on Twitter and stuff. So I feel like, um, I feel like I can actually mention her name on this one. Don't you think Ryan? Yeah, she's, I think so. She's been pretty public about that. Most yep. of these, I don't know, but, uh, this is Julie Bissonette. 
Um, she's awesome. She's she's cool on Twitter. She's a great league owner. Uh, I love having her in my leagues. Um, she was in seven leagues uh, with a commish that runs kind of a little tiny commissioner service thing. And uh, I'd never heard of it before this, and I've never heard anyone mention it after this. So uh, it's doubtful you know this commissioner service. I kind of want to tell people what it is as a public service announcement, but <laughs> I can't remember at the moment. But she was in seven leagues in this commissioner service uh, for seven years and had no issues until last year. Uh, she made a trade early in the season. Uh, she was a one and four crap team. The other owner was four and one. And Julie was going to get Andrew Luck and OBJ. So she's clearly, I'm one and four. I'm playing for the future. Right. And she was trading the four and one owner, Carson Wentz, Will Fuller. Juju Smith-Schuster and Adam Thielen. Um, Fuller was injured. This is the start of the year for Wentz. Juju hadn't really, you know, he had, I think, two touchdowns at the time probably. And, you know, Thielen was okay and and doing, he was doing okay. But, um, I mean, this, this, is, this is exactly what a dynasty trade should be. <laughs> you know, this is like the definition of a great dynasty trade. The one and four owner going for the big guns, with some at the time depth pieces and the uh the commissioner uh shut it down saying sending those four you know valuable pieces decent pieces to the four and one owner uh is making him too strong and that luck and obj was basically going to do nothing for for uh julie he also said that it's his responsibility as commish to only allow trades or to not allow trades that disturb the balance. Like he wants all the teams to be even and wants there to be parity. So this is this, uh, I'm not even reading from the thing here. I'm just remembering the story. What he wanted was all the teams to be as equal, equally uh, good as possible, which is hilariously terrible. <laughs> it's, a, it's a hilariously terrible thing. But here's another thing <sighs> we go into. He had a board of traders whom he consulted with on trades. <laughs> a board of traders is what he called them. Uh, yeah, that's that's hilarious. Hilariously bad. <laughs> oh, that one, yeah, that one just makes my head hurt. I mean, first of all, there's absolutely nothing wrong with the trade. I'm, uh, I'm not sure what side I would have taken then. I'm not sure what side I would take right now. I mean, it's it's that fair of a trade, exactly. especially when you factor in the records at the time. Uh, and, and this guy does admit, uh, the, the commission did admit that he prefers redraft. He runs mostly redraft leagues, but, um, he does have a few dynasty. Like he, it's a complete redraft mindset in a dynasty league. Yeah. I was going to say wanting, wanting all teams to be balanced is that redraft mentality. And of course, not all not all teams are are balanced and equal in a redraft league either because you have more active and and more uh, interested owners. You have injuries obviously that happen and and you're never going to have a, a fully balanced league. I don't know why you would really want that. Yeah, it's it's unreal. It's just it's just absolutely terrible. That's that trade was so fair and. Uh, Every email that I saw between Julie and that commission and the other owner, the other owner who contacted me personally as well <laughs> when that story happened. Um, and I believe I put it on Twitter 
with a couple screenshots of of those emails and man literally every single reply i got i got hundreds of replies on that about how terrible that commission was it might be one of the worst commissioners i've seen out there it's pretty bad and the thing he runs commissioner service just makes me cringe yeah that's that's no good yeah all right scott our next story comes from uh we're gonna call him jeff and scott this one hits home for me i i didn't submit any bad commission stories but I had essentially the same thing that happened to Jeff here happened to me in one of my leagues and it, uh, it, it was rough. So Jeff says in 2012, when Josh Gordon came into the MFL database, um, which was announced by MFL on Twitter that when he would basically be released to, to the system or, or placed in the system, uh, Jeff says he actually set his alarm at 5 a.m. to to wake up and add uh, add Josh Gordon to his team. He did that uh, later that day. He gets a he's contacted by the commissioner who took the who took Josh Gordon away, and the reasoning was that he had received an email uh, from uh, another owner in the league a few days before saying asking him asking the commission to save the player, save Josh Gordon for him whenever he was added to the system. So that, yeah. And Jeff says he quit on the spot, which I don't, I don't really blame him for that. That's, that's a definite bad ruling. So my personal story is I I was in a league this same time when Josh Gordon was um, added to MFL and, and just kind of a refresher that season, uh, Josh Gordon was not in regular rookie drafts, at least not most of them that had taken place early in the spring. Uh, and he, he wasn't in the actual, the, the typical NFL draft. He was a supplemental draft player. Um, obviously a player who had some off field issues entering the league. Nobody really knew what to think of him, but we, we knew he was talented at least. So I, I did the same thing. I saw on on Twitter that he had been um, put in into the MFL system. We had already had in in this specific league. We had already had our rookie draft, um, and and waivers were open, always open. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So once I saw Gordon was added, I um, I added him to my team, and he was eventually taken off and I was told that he was not available via first come first serve waivers. And it was, it was basically, they were basically making up rules as they went. Uh, And I'm actually trying to remember how that was resolved. I think they ended up doing a special, some kind of special blind bidding waiver. Uh, I know I did not get Gordon back on my team and uh, I, I did not quit right then, but I kind of wish I had actually, that was, um, yeah, that, that, that was just terrible. It, and, and when things like that happen, uh, and supplemental draft is maybe something that maybe there's not a rule for in most leagues, there is a rule for it in my leagues. I, I'm almost certain there's a rule for that in your leagues as well, Scott, how mm-hmm. those players are going to be handled, even though almost every year there, there's not a, a relevant player involved in that. So sometimes you do have to make up rules on the fly as, as they're presented, but they have to be fair for everyone. And, and 
I mean, we all knew Gordon was coming into the league. We knew he was going to be drafted in the supplemental draft. We knew at some point he would be added to my fantasy league and, and all other, all other fantasy leagues. And you have, you have to be proactive as a commissioner and for, for Jeff's league, not to address that prior for my league, not to address that prior. It's not fair to, it's not fair to us, honestly. Absolutely. I a hundred percent agree. That's, Wow, that that sucks in your league, <laughs> and uh, that's yeah, making rules up on the fly is it's generally not a good thing unless it's something that really needs to be dealt with. But that that one they shouldn't have taken away from you. And also in th- this uh, Jeff's story, it, it strikes something close to home with me. With the uh, things need to be done on the site for me. Um, this isn't 1996, you know, like for me, if you make a verbal agreement of a trade offer off the site, uh, it means not, it means nothing to me. I, you know, I'm the kind of guy that I would, you know, follow through with something like that, you know, uh, like an agreement like that, but it has to be done on the site and accepted on the site for it to be official. And same with free agency. You can't email a guy and say, Oh, I'm going to save him <laughs> when he's available. That's just, that's crap. Uh, I'm glad Jeff quit, honestly. Um, yeah, I think that's my only regret is that I, I stayed in the league. This was actually a league, my, my league, not Jeff's. Uh, this was actually a league where we had a longtime commish who uh, basically just bailed, took our money. Um, still to this day, don't know what happened to him. I wish I did. That's Jeez. it's like a great mystery. Um, but he, he was a guy who was active in a bunch of leagues I was in, both I was in his leagues. He was in my leagues and just never heard from him again. Um, but we, we had survived that and then had this issue just a, a year or so later. It was, it was frustrating. And Scott, the worst part, we had these things happen. We had a bad commish who bailed with our money. We had a bad commish who uh, took Josh Gordon away from me when he was rightfully mine. But the worst part about that league is it was it was no PPR. <laughs> oh, terrible, man! That sucks. <laughs> that how did you even stay in so long? I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> oh man, with this uh, running back emergence, I might have to be a little more pro PPR coming up just to keep late ba- league balances. You mm. know, um, we've got to take care of those wide receivers. Got to, man. That's 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 what I'm about. It's uh, yeah, so. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I was listening to a podcast the other day where they were talking about, so how is Ryan anti PPR and Scott or Scott anti PPR and Ryan pro PPR and Ryan loves wide receivers and Scott r- loves running backs. And these guys are friends and it works so well together. It's <laughs> a good question. <laughs> it is. It's, it's interesting how that works. Uh, we got time for two more, assuming my battery can last, which is going to be interesting. Let's go with Brian for this last one. And I've actually heard this from multiple people, different leagues, this happening. And I hate it every time I hear it. This one, Brian says, 12-man league, six teams make the playoffs. The commish was in the seven spot at the deadline. And the and uh, at the trade deadline. At the trade deadline. Okay, seven spot at the trade deadline. Uh, he lost that week. And so he expanded the playoffs to eight teams and still missed the playoffs. 
<laughs> I heard another story. Someone told me it. It might have been from the commission. You know what? I the commission impossible when we uh, tweeted that we were going to do these. That that has some stories that we might have to put on another episode. But there was another one of this where the four teams made the playoffs. The commission fell behind and turned it to six teams, and then made it eight teams eventually. <laughs> Uh, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, that's so bad. That's another one of those obvious, obvious moves that everybody can see through. And, and yeah. some people still have the guts to, to give it a shot. Yeah, that's, that's terrible. So do we want to do the last one? Let's do the last one. Um, all right, Scott, our last one is, is a crazy one. This is, um, this is from, Oh, I don't know. Look around your office, Scott. Who can it be? Oh, of course, Catherine walks by again. So oh, no. <laughs> let's use Stella. Stella <laughs> is the name of uh, my friend's dog. And she, okay. she is very close. So, All right. This is from Stella then. So Stella's in the league. Stella is actually the commish of this league. And, and this is basically a, a, a league built around having fun. No, Nobody takes things too seriously in this league. Um, but this one owner starts questioning Stella about her league decisions. Um, really just questioning every, everything. Um, Stella's responding, explaining herself, why she, uh, why she made these specific decisions. Uh, but this other owner continues to be unhappy. He resorts to calling names to, uh, you know, it, it just gets ugly essentially. Mm -hmm. So Stella decides in a league like this, this is supposed to be fun. Fantasy football is supposed to be fun in general, but this league specifically built around fun around, um, you know, just, just kind of goofing off. This was not needed in the league. So Stella ends up removing this owner from the league, gave him a full refund uh, every, everything pretty standard. I've had to do the same thing before. Uh, it's, that's never, a, a an easy thing to do or an easy decision to make, but sometimes it is best for the league. So Stella removes this owner from the league, but the problem was that this owner at one point had had commish access, uh, because the other owner was helping Stella with, um, setting some things up with, with some setup. Uh, sure. things. So here comes the other owner back in the league. <laughs> oh man. He, he takes over commish powers. He puts himself back in the league and removes Stella completely. Jeez. <laughs> oh wow. Um, eventually, uh, eventually the other owner did agree to leave the league, got Stella s set back up in the league, but that's just, just an ugly situation. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I know we want to win. We want things to always go our way, but when fantasy football gets ugly and gets personal like that, there's, there's really just no reason for it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in a fun league like that. Uh, that's, that is the only option. I'm glad it eventually got resolved. Uh, but man, that is borderline hilarious. Uh, Ryan, I have 6% remaining. I'm not sure when my thing will cut out. So if it cuts out, you can close the show. <laughs> uh, that was our last story. So maybe we'll just do it now, man. <laughs> terrible. Did you have any other comments on that? But that is, that is really bad. Is yeah. Some, sometimes I, I do, you know, I've got a lot on my plate and like, like we all do, but sometimes I do end up overlooking some things. I, I'm, I miss an email or something like that. And, and I really feel bad as commish, but 
reading some of these stories makes me feel a little better about myself. Right? right? I was thinking that same thing. I'm like, I, none of these <laughs> would ever happen <laughs> for me. I, yeah, it makes you feel good. Oh, man. Okay, so we do have more of those stories uh, from responses on Twitter, and there might be a couple we didn't uh, hit in our email. I'd have to check. Uh, but we will be back soonish i think we're going to record a few of these this week since you have spring break off ryan yes we need to we need to get some of these in yeah we have like 30 questions minimum <laughs> in our e email box and uh i know people are wondering about the uh, pigs inflation fix that i have so i'll have to bring that up because there are a lot of uh copycat leagues in a in a you know in a nice way of saying that you know leagues that have used those settings so uh, I guess we'll be back later. So thanks for listening to this uh, episode of Commission Impossible with some bad commission stories. And we will be back hopefully uh, again this, you know, you know, within a couple weeks. I, we never know, do we, soon. Ryan? Maybe yeah, soon. soon. Yep, we'll be back soon. <laughs> All right. Uh, for Ryan McDowell at RyanMC23 and myself at ScottFish24, thanks for listening. Have a great day.